Hey, everybody. I'm so excited to have two of my favorite people here with me today. And they are going to be answering your questions about how to get clients. This is Paul and Melissa Pruitt. They are, I was trying to think of it, like they're multi, multi six-figure business owners. Like it's not even like original multi. Um, they build businesses in everything from real estate to photography. And they really, um, because they've amass this knowledge about how to get clients like you know from the ground up whether you are looking for you know your first clients you're like i have a business now or you're like i want better clients more high-end clients or just like a steady stream of clients so that way you're not like on that roller coaster of scrambling now they actually have a business where they focus on helping people do just that. And they have multiple different variations of that business, which I think is so cool. So Paul and Melissa, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule. We're so excited to be here. Yes, we, we do a lot of things. We do <laughs> like variety. We do yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs do though. I think we get bored very quickly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's like the classic <laughs> entrepreneur thing. But you know what's cool is like it's not just multi-passionate, it's your multi-skilled. You're mm -hmm. like, we actually do things and we do it like super successfully and you're like okay check mark move on <laughs> <laughs> i think i think that comes through life also just you know we i think we you know evolve as we we get older and what we were interested in when we were younger and where we are now when you fast forward years later i think all of us are in a different path and just you pick up experience so mm -hmm. even though we we are all out there and we're all consuming content these days like crazy oh I, my gosh you know <laughs> I think a lot of the information is kind of the same information that's recycled over and over again and you really can't beat the just the experience mm -hmm. of dealing with things in real world and then understanding how to translate that and, and help others go through the same thing. Yeah, and it's all part of your journey. That's the yeah. coolest thing. It's like if you would have told me like 10, 20 years ago, I'd be doing what I'm doing now, I would have been like, no, you're crazy. But it's it's <laughs> the skills that you and the experiences that you yeah. have that just build upon that, which is really awesome. <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah, because I didn't even talk about um, so you have a background in psychology yes. you're a therapist and a life coach so that's like a whole other like stream of how you got clients which i know that i have a lot of coaches here yes. who are going to want to hear about how that went down <laughs> yeah it, it was a great journey with that being a therapist being a coach and i, I do coaching now just to shift gears in the, in the realm of what we're coaching on but at the end of the day it's still the mindset piece and you know personal development piece that's like a constant thread throughout our lives you just can't like separate it out so it's it's cool that it we're able to integrate it in with the work that we do now with attracting clients because a lot there is a big mindset piece with that as far as like putting yourself out there um, getting out of your comfort zone, trying new things, and that requires that that heavy lift in there too. Oh, totally! It's a huge like I, I know I've heard before. It's like building a business is like the biggest personal development journey you'll go through, and I completely agree with. That. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you have just like this insane wealth of knowledge, but let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about it from that life coaching perspective because I know that they, I know that there's so many coaches here. If someone was like, hey, you know what, like, I've got my brand new certification, like, I just like got it, I'm gonna put it on the wall. And like, where are the people? What would you say would be the first step in order to actually make those connections that turn into clients? 
Well, the first thing is just to let people know that you exist <laughs> and that you're out there because I think that's the biggest thing. And, and um, we talk about, it's kind of like double O secret agent. We, we have this degree, we have these skill sets, we can put, you know, we can help people, but we don't put ourselves out there and start the conversation that we can actually do what we do and help people because we're either afraid to, or we're afraid to, you know, putting ourselves out there. So it's letting people know through that engaging conversation that we have something to offer them, that we have something to help them. So, I mean, that would be the first step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of- That's true. And that's really scary. Sorry, yeah. Paul, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, it's like filled a dream. It's like you build it and they'll come. So I think a, a lot of people, we see this a lot where it's like they, you know, everybody, my friends, my family, like people, they know that I do this. They should be coming to me. They should be working with me. And, and then there becomes a lot of self-doubt, a lot of internal talk, because then you start judging okay. yourself and, you know, in the fear of rejection a lot of times. So it is, it is something, as, as Melissa was saying, is like you have to go from that being invisible to going a little bit out of your comfort zone. And I have to tell you that we, we're in a day and age these days where everybody is really relying on the social media, mm -hmm. which we love. We're very big on social media. And, yeah, and you guys are really good at it, too. And, and, and <laughs> something, there's a lot of incredible things that you can do that you couldn't do in the past to, to attract clients. But what happens is we use that as an easy excuse mm -hmm. to... If you just get a little bit out of your comfort zone, you have to, we bank where we make most of our money. Mm -hmm. We bank on our competitors to stay inside of their comfort zone. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. That's why it's going a little bit outside of it by you having a little bit of friction. Yeah. You will separate yourself from like 90, 95% of your competitors because they will, they will stop at that point where you just stop. And just by taking that extra step, it doesn't have to be a huge step. Just that little, little bit, you're going to separate yourself from everybody else. That's genius. So I think that there's two streams that we need to talk about here. There's the practical, and then there's that whole mental thing that you were talking about. It's like, it's scary and no one wants to do that. But yeah. like, if we can just get past that, then we could actually do the practical thing. Yeah. Sure. So maybe let's talk about that whole like mindset piece and what we could do to like, I don't know if it's like a silencing the doubt thing or just like screwing up the courage and pushing through. What what do you think is better? I think it's a combination of both. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those things that, you know, the, um, the whole thing, fake it till you make it. Like you gotta at least, you have to at least try. You have to at least put yourself out there because without that motion and moving forward, where people get stuck is that they just stay still. And they, yeah. they don't move there. They're in that in that state. And that's a, a mental state. That's a, a physical state that their, their actual body is in, too, that they're not able to take those actions. So by just getting up and moving and focusing on one thing, that's the one thing I talk about. We have a group, um, our Dream 100, which are yeah. our level people that we coach. And they get super overwhelmed and they don't know what to do. So every week we do a accountability call. And I always say on the call, just focus on the one thing, the one thing that's going to move the needle in your business, the one thing that's going to make you just get outside and start moving. And then when you get the motion going, then you can focus on the second thing and then the third thing. But we get stuck and we don't move and then we just are in that frozen state. So it's all about just getting our bodies up and moving and 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 doing the thing and pushing through that that one thing one at a time. And it sounds so basic, but it's you know that's what gets us get out of our comfort zone and starts to get our mind to shift that you know yes we can actually do this and yes we have something really valuable to share. Totally, yeah, and it's so true when you are. We get shiny object syndrome, right? Everyone's like, oh, you got to do bucks, you got to do webinars, you got to do this, and then you're like, ah, and then you end up doing like just a little tiny fraction of each thing and then nothing works and then you feel really crappy because you're like I put all this work in which is true yeah but it's not enough to actually move the needle because you only did like the small little bit of each one 
Exactly. And keep in mind that this isn't anything new, though. Um, <laughs> no, it's not, but it's still true. <laughs> if you rewind back in time, I grew up in a household that I swear every single infomercial that ever came on, we own, my, my parents own that product and it sat there. So it, it didn't matter if it was the e-force and you're thinking that you're going <laughs> to like lose this weight just by pumping this bike thing up and down. It became like a laundry rack, right? So it's just, totally. like, we, yeah, it's just we've moved on into the online space. And the thing is we get more exposure because we used to be able to turn a TV off and we wouldn't buy a product because we would, you know, distract ourselves. And now yeah. it's there right in front of us. So we can't even begin to implement one thing where the next new shiny object is is there. And I, with what, what Melissa does with the, the accountability calls, it's like we are always looking at everybody else like these big, huge successes, mm -hmm. right? And we think success is these huge milestones. And really what it breaks down to is it's incremental decisions that are made that are not sexy. They're yeah. the incremental small decisions on a daily basis mm -hmm. and the action that you take on a daily basis, like that small thing. And you think it's nothing in the moment, mm -hmm. right? But it's like what happens is you make consecutive decisions like that and yeah. they stack up and they build. And that becomes like a medium-sized success. And that may be something you don't brag to the anybody or whatever. But then when you take those medium ones and you stack them, all of a sudden people are like, wow, I saw what you just accomplished. And, blah, blah. and they don't realize, like, you didn't do this one big thing. And yeah, it wasn't like a big leap. Yeah. yeah. And the online space, like, everything has is like these big, huge launches, these big, huge things. It's like, you know what? It's these small micro decisions. Mm -hmm. that yeah. Because every day we wake up and we make two, we make one or two choices. Either one that we're slowly staying on track and making decisions that will keep us on track, or we're making a decision to slowly sabotage ourselves and slowly take us off the track on what we want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Like we're making those small decisions every day, yeah. every single day. And it's keeping you on, like keeping you pulled back on track is, is most important. Yeah. That's such a great way to look at it because if you wake up and you're like, okay, I know here's here's my day i can do this or i can do the one thing like melissa was saying and this is actually going to take me here and this is going to like yep. exactly <laughs> and it's very it's one of the, the things where it's like it's simple but it's not easy to do but it's so true when you point it out you're like it can actually be like as, as simple as a yes or no choice absolutely sure. it's making the decision in the morning and it's having that self-discipline to know it's that one thing to just keep really focused because it's so easy to get off track. I mean, you know that it's like squirrel off the, off the other end. So have that self-discipline. Listen, if I do this one thing and then if I get it done, because I think a lot of times we think, well, if I'm not doing all the things then I'm not doing anything, I'm like, no, focus on that one thing and do it really, really well, get it done. And then you could do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So when you talk about like, you know, showing up, showing up in one place or like doing one thing, is there like a particular platform that you're you find is sort of like working better for some people versus others or is it just sort of like you know if you're starting out and you don't know are you shooting in the dark or what what do you think is the best because you work with so many people that you get this like bird's eye view of what is actually getting clients for people so i will i will say in a lot of there's gonna be the reverse of the movement that's going on uh, but when <laughs> When you come in right out the gate, because the sexy part of what's being pushed out there these days is immediately jumping right to scale. Yeah. Like just immediately just skip, skipping over human beings, personal relationships, and just going, okay, everybody's a number. 
I hate this that. is where it's sexy because people see these big numbers, they see these multi-million dollar launches and everything. And that's what the, that's what gets them to buy the product and the course and you know the whatever the membership, whatever. But when you really come back down to it, what you have to understand is that we as human beings, we all, even though you think you're scaling and you're going to the masses, everybody is receiving your information as an individual, not as a room of people, as an yes. individual. So if you're not connecting with that person one-on-one, so now when we rewind this back, it's like, okay, if you want to scale at one point, you need to make every single individual feel like the most important person on earth. Mm -hmm. And in, in what you need to do, and I heard that originally from Earl Nightingale um, many, many years ago. And it's something that what you need to do is you need to connect with people on an individual level. And if you have no business at all, that means you do have time. You do, because if you, if you have no clients, right? <laughs> Instead of consuming content all day long, 24 hours in a day, you need to take a step back and you need to develop relationships one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. And if you think you don't have time to do that, well, you're never going to have time to service clients yeah. because if you don't have time to build your business and it's, it's not, it's the non-sexy way, mm -hmm. but it's, we're all about going deep with fewer people yeah. by actually developing relationships with, you know, with individuals and understand that there is, there's no It's amazing. There is actually a human being, that's staring at that screen. So when you treat them like a number, we all feel it. We know totally. it. Oh, know? Yeah. So if you're new, I'd say you need to first, you know, this is like sales 101, but you start off with the people you already know. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we need to build rapport. And how do we define rapport these days? Like, know, and trust. I mean, that's been going on forever. So you need to understand those three qualities. Well, you know what? If somebody already knows you, the people that are already in your natural world, why not start there? Like, know, and trust. They already like you. They already know you, and they most likely trust you. And yeah, you so it's the, like you've already scaled yeah. that mountain straight away. Exactly. Yeah. And then you go from them, and you go to the peripheral people that their their circles are around, and then you build out the strangers. Because if you can't if you can't convince somebody about your product or service of people you already know, how are you going to get a cold on it? How are you going to get somebody you don't even know mm -hmm. to yeah. believe in what you're doing? Mm -hmm. You know. And a lot of people again in that pursuit of scale they forget that there actually are human beings on the other side. And ironically, it's, it's, it amazes me that look at all the top influencers and in, as an example in the internet marketing space, where do they make most of their money? It's typically live events, like the end of their value chain, the event, end of their ladder, when they make the $30,000 and a $50,000 pitch, right? Yep. They used online to leverage the relationship to warm you up so that when they met you face to face, you actually pulled your wallet out even more. And isn't That's it ironic, totally not online, <laughs> that it actually is face-to-face, -face, that it is human interaction. And we forgot, we allowed all the social media channels to convince us that we don't need to meet people face-to-face -face mm -hmm. or talk to individuals anymore. Have conversations. Yeah, to have those conversations. No, no, that, that was amazing. I absolutely love that. And there was so many, like, I love the idea of you're like, okay, if you have this chunk of time that you're using to squirrel mm -hmm. and you're just consuming content, that is the time that you would be serving clients with. So if you flip the script and you're like, use that time to actually reach out and make those connections that will bring you clients, then you can fill that time with, you know, even, sorry, revenue producing income. So you have it already. You already have that time. It's just like switching the reframe. Yes. Yes. And I, so I've been on this rant, you've probably seen it, that I really am obsessed with helping people like on a deeper level and not, not just doing this like shallow wide thing. Like I love what you guys are doing with the narrow deep. 
it's just like I and I see what that what works as well. Like I mean, I've worked with so many businesses, and I know that transformation happens on that really like deep connected level. It's not on the surface level. It's just it just doesn't happen. And I think a lot of people for sales pages even they assume that they can just put up a page and walk away from it and be like. I don't have to do anything else. <laughs> In reality, just from live chat, not thinking of emails, messenger, uh, Facebook lives, all that sort of stuff, we're seeing 25 to 30% of sales being closed on live chat on a sales page. Mm -hmm. yes. Like we still need, like, yes, it's great because you know what? It's, it gives you confidence because you know exactly what you're talking about. When you get on a call, nine out of ten of the questions are going to be things you've talked about anyway they just need that personal connection to know that you are a human and i think that it's so great that it's like when you're able to change that around and realize that it permeates through all channels of our business it i think it makes us feel normal that people are reaching out to us as well not like oh did i do something wrong because i'm getting a message right and how many how many times have we hesitate we've gone to not even in this space but in others like you're going to go buy a product service here on that company's website and you're like they only have like a customer support phone number or an email like mm -hmm. this is like an invisible company mm -hmm. uh, i think i'm gonna go somewhere else you know yeah. and i've always looked at it that to me in in in-person sales like when somebody gives you an objection when they actually ask you a question that is a huge buying signal that is like because yeah. if they if they were not interested at all they would just back out that website yeah. go somewhere else right so totally. if you have that ability for them to talk to you in the moment and say like hey is this really lifetime or hey is this what's the guarantee about or what's you know that is just that's a question in mind that's the the only roadblock typically that's stopping them and it's just an unanswered question mm -hmm. and they just yeah. want reassurance like you said a lot of times and when you're invisible and you're not there then they have to they're on the hunt and seek looking for the answer and if they don't find it or you make it inconvenient for them yeah they're going to bounce and so i definitely could see like conversions because again that's why i love in-person sales because it's like in the moment real time Mm -hmm. you know you actually give me all the goodness like you're going to say like what your question is and i already know the two or three things that i'm going to respond that make you feel at ease in replying to that question and you know in sales i call them rebuttals and and it's like so but you have the it's a new opportunity to then help convert the sale mm -hmm. so when you have no voice at all you don't know how many people are landing they just had a simple your your sales page was just missing one simple line one line it is so true and, and and if you and i'll tell you if you had that two-way conversation they're going to tell you what that one line is that's missing <laughs> and then you can go in and fix it copy and paste that right in there you're <laughs> like <laughs> uh, and the conversions will just improve incredibly yeah but again it comes back to yeah it's taking the time too i mean that's the biggest thing is taking the time and a lot i think a lot of times it's like again it's that automation the scaling you know you know Make money while you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, take, taking the time to actually answer those questions because, again, like Paul was saying, like those are real people. Those are real people, real questions, real concerns. And I mean, we we've done many times where we've jumped on just a Zoom call with someone that just needed clarification, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, thanks so much for taking the time." Well, why wouldn't we do that? Why wouldn't we nurture that relationship? Whether they're going to buy, I mean, and if they don't end up buying, like that comes a raving fan for later on, or someone that's going to refer us. Like, oh my gosh. Homeless are great, um, you know, and you should definitely talk to them because they actually care and they take the time. Sure. So. And I love that you guys. So for those of you who don't know, they have the Dream 100 and they work with people only like on a they have a membership, but it's like a very small membership and a very deep level. 
And I love that they, you guys have, instead of going like, you're like, I want a hundred people or a thousand people coming into my membership. You actually cap every single launch. Mm -hmm. Like you only take what, 20 people at a time? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that particular membership we opened in January and in we, without doing any Facebook ads at all, just because the people that do follow us and know us and know the results that we get over and over again, we opened up to 20 people within a matter of like three days without any ads, without any emails, just people that are like personal circles. Mm -hmm. They, they took those, those initial 20. Then we slowly have incrementally. So we're at 50 people right now and we're, we have it, you know, just for about a week, open up for the next 20 people. And, um, and we'll slowly do that, but we'll, we'll never go more than a hundred people total. That's why it's the dream 100. Mm -hmm. So, so for us, it is about again, going deeper with fewer people mm -hmm. because we know what's going on. We know that because entrepreneurship is not this straight line, like perfection. Like we, you know, there's people, you know, that in their, their course, they'll go up and down. And sometimes in entrepreneurship that happens in a day, you know, you know, emotionally. Oh gosh, yeah. Like sometimes in an hour, you're like, I'm on top of the world. You're like, I can't do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, and just to have like this, you know, kind of like a virtual business partner, knowing that you can come in, you check in with us. Um, even today, recording this, like we have uh, uh, office hours yeah. uh, every week uh, for three hours. We go on a Zoom call and any of the members can come in and ask the question in the moment. And this was based on when I'm in my real estate company, because I used to have eight offices and over 200 agents that worked for me. And it was like, got a minute was the the most thing. Like they would lean in on the threshold of the door and say, hey, Paul, do you got a minute? <laughs> we'd like, oh, you didn't hang out all day long. It's like you popped in, you had a couple questions and you popped out and, and kept going uh, with, with your day. And we modeled the office hours, you know, all for that outside of the other. Yeah. Well, what I love about it is that like, I know, I know our people. That's, yeah. that's the coolest thing is I, I know who they are. I know about their families. I know about their life. I know what they're working on and we mm -hmm. can have those deeper conversations and do deeper dives in, into their businesses and just, and take into account with everything else they have going on in their life. Cause I think sometimes we just focus on the business piece, but you have to consider all the other things that's going on. I mean, right now we work with a lot of moms and mom's kids are home from school. And so it's that mix of in their business like so it's how can we still do what we need to do to do our marketing and put ourselves out there but then we have our kids at home and trying to figure out you know take care of them while they're home for the summer and enjoy the summer too so it's that you know that balance of you know that dance that we have with business with life and, and everything else that we have going on yeah and that's so true because we created a business to actually have time but then oftentimes we like created this like virtual like screen prison for ourselves <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's like, how can we not do that? And I think it's so great that you guys have really like, so the exact way that you launched this business was exactly how you talked about it in the beginning, where you're like, how do you get clients? You know what? Start just posting on your personal Facebook, mm -hmm. of course. And you do have such a wonderful touch about it. It's so light. It's so easy and inviting. You're not like, hey, buy my stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no one is going to be into that. But you're just like, hey, you know what? Like, this is what we've done in our businesses. Here's what we've accomplished. Would you be interested in doing the same? So you're just inviting people mm -hmm. into that journey. If you're like, hey, you know what? Like, this is what we've done. Like, do you want to get there too? And it's just like, when I see you guys do it, it's just like, it feels so like, like a warm, cozy blanket. It's just like, <laughs> not, you know, it feels like a personal post. Yeah. And it is on your personal post. It is, yeah. And, yeah. And, I would, and I would say it truly is as well, because we, we practice what we preach. We live a lifestyle. Like we do a lot of travel. Uh, <laughs> we, we pay down all of our debt. Like we, it's something like we, what we're showing other people to do. Like it, there's so many people out there that like, 
push, you know, a certain way and a certain lifestyle, but really behind the scenes, they really, it's all fake and facade. I and know. Yes, it's like, we've been very purposeful. This is not about bragging and boasting and, 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 you know, positioning and posturing constantly. It's like your business should serve your life. Mm-hmm. And yes. some people are a slave. Like they, ironically, they got out of a nine to five so they could then work 80 to 90 hours a week and be a slave of a business hoping that they make a fraction of what they did in the nine to five while they follow their really? Yeah. And and it's just reverse engineering that it's like, okay, here's your life. Here's your, here's what you want. How can we structure? Cause if you're doing 80 hours now, you're going to do 80 hours, 10, 20, 30 years from now, you, you're, you're setting yourself up for it. Mm-hmm. So just, you're going to get ingrained in those patterns. So it's like, what can you do now? Purposeful decisions to make sure that your business serves, serves your life instead of reverse. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like not getting to the point where you are burned out. It's actually like doing it at the beginning so you have the proper setup and the proper systems in place so that way you can actually move forward and scale. Like I like to say, it's like scaling impact and scaling revenue, not just scaling all the shiny objects of stuff that is actually just a huge distraction. Is is part of the reason you're working 90 hours. Right, and by, by doing this, by showing this in our personal space, it is not a sell in a way because everybody that's mm-hmm. following us sees that we're true to our message and what we're about. So they naturally want to be part of that. So we don't have to pitch them as hard. We don't have to mm-hmm. talk about it or be as aggressive because, and if you think about this, like in our lot, in the real world, you know, we've in our lives, we've bought a subservient product or service mm-hmm. based on a personal relationship. Mm-hmm based on personal connections. Like you go and you grab dinner somewhere that your friend owns the restaurant is because you love them. They don't have the best pasta, but you still do them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you, know, you bought a car from your friend, you know? So it's just something like when you have that deeper connection, like people are naturally are pre-indoctrinated and they're gonna, again, like, know, and trust. They're naturally gonna flow into that process because they are gonna be your, they're already your biggest cheerleader and they're gonna wanna support you. And it ends up being a win, win, win all the way around. Instead of I'm telling you, people don't want to be treated like numbers. At the end of the day, yeah. when you look at the scale movement, you're 100, even a business is a numbers game, but if, when people feel it and they're treated that way, then there's no emotional connection. There's no long term play there. It's short term. And everybody that we see that plays for the short term, you don't see them two, three years later. Like they might come in like a, like a bottle rocket. They go poof and they just, yeah. you know, and like, oh, where's that person? They were like really popular a couple of years because they burned through everybody. Because they're only worried about the numbers. They're always like, what can I sell you next? What can I sell you next? What can I sell you next? And if you create this type of relationship, people will come to you and ask for the next. Exactly. And I think that that's great because you just set up that premise where it's like, it is attraction marketing at the best. You're you're able to show your life, what you're living. You know, this isn't like a pipe dream. You guys are all over the place. I see that. That's why I was sent you an email last night. of like, I want to send you something. Are you going to be home? We're going to want raccoons to get to something. <laughs> and um, yeah, but I think that that's perfect. It's like when you're able to showcase yourself, and I'm actually really terrible at that. I never promote myself, like almost ever. Like if I do, it's like, I, I'm so like like behind the scenes and it like takes a lot of gumption for me to do that. And I know, you know, I have lots of pictures of me living my life. I travel all the time, but I don't showcase that. Even though it's like, I'm living the example of what other people would love to do. I'm always like, oh, I don't want to post a picture of me on the beach. Because I also don't, I feel like it's hard to walk the line to be like, 
like the fake Instagram life. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be so hard on yourself about that either because you get to select what lens you want to show people to I'm on the other end too, because there are, there are we don't do lots of travel and we show showcase all the things, but there's lots of things about our life that we keep private too, that we don't showcase. I mean, and like you said, the, the fake, I think people, that's a whole other, that's a whole other conversation about the yeah. fake Instagram life, because again, it's just, it's being authentic, true and engagement and, and giving people a glimpse of that life and, and who you are um, from your perspective, from your lens. And you, you have the opportunity to share, you know, what you want to share too. So. Well, this is such an amazing conversation. I know that people will take so much away from this. So let's just sort of do a little recap. So when you're looking for clients, what you should be doing is reaching out to your actual personal network first mm -hmm. and building off of that, which seems easy, but it's, it is scary. And I totally get that. And working on your mindset is actually going to help you be able to do the thing. Cause like putting a post out there is not technically hard. Right. We know that, right. but when you're able to like push past the mindset piece, mm -hmm. that will actually let you do the, the practical thing that you have to do. And also it's about, using the time that you have now when you have fewer clients or if you have a, a block where you're like, I want to actually go after better clients, using that time in order to build the personal relationships with people that you see, you know what, you look like you could be the right person to work with me because you have that, that bank of time that you should be using effectively and not just filling it with extra stuff. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was like words. Dramatic <laughs> 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 pause. I think it's down the fear of rejection mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Yeah. So when you when you do a Facebook post, it's the equivalent of doing mass mailings back in the day. Like yeah. when you send out mass mail, you didn't you didn't feel or know who like looked at your postcard and threw it in the garbage can. And when you do a post, you don't you don't feel directly like who's scrolling by it. You know, you're kind of that's not going to engage in it. And again, it's just that a little bit coming out of your comfort zone because I'd rather spend a little bit extra time out of my comfort zone, actually connecting with people, knowing again, that all the competitors are not taking the time. They're not doing it. And this is what's gonna separate you very, very rapidly. You know, cause for some people it's like, oh, you know, they launched something like, oh, if I could, for the founders launch, if I can get 50 people, but then they're like talking scaling and cold audiences and it's like, why don't you just warm people up and actually have, if you had conversations, like not, I'm not talking like all day long, but just like an actual two-way conversation with like a hundred people, probably half of these people would convert to your thing because you're connecting with them on a whole different level than 99.9% .9 of the rest of your competitors are. And you're giving them something, you're giving them time and you're giving them value, which a lot of times we, we don't do, we kind of glaze over that, but you're actually having that engaging conversation to give that value to that person. And that's the biggest gift that you can give. It is exactly. And that is a gift that you can afford to give when you're looking for clients too, because you actually have that time. Exactly. So I think this is just such an incredible reframe for people to take away and go, okay, I can actually do this. I have this time. This is what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Oh no, go ahead. So, um, a lot, what we talk about a lot also is how you'll free up this time is doing a mind shift uh, as well, going from being a consumer of social media and content and becoming a producer of it. Yes. So when you go through the mind shift of saying, okay, I'm waking up in the morning and I'm scrolling for a half hour, I'm going to bed, scrolling, and during lunch, I'm scrolling, and you're trying to keep up with anything and everything, you're probably in like 300 Facebook groups, <laughs> notifications and dings and bangs from things that don't really matter. <laughs> 
And I just challenge anybody, if you if you want to make up that time, you need to unfriend, unfollow, you need to leave groups that are not serving you. Like this is all just an overwhelming amount of distraction, which is non-productive time. Like where could you shave off to get that time that you're already spending as a consumer of mm -hmm. versus a producer? And if you want to see this in, on steroids, I want you to go, just go on Instagram, look at all the influencers that you follow and you see that they have a million followers, they have 100,000 followers, they have 20,000 followers. And I want you to see how many people they are following. How much time do they spend in their feed on the daily? No, they have 200 people they follow. True. Yeah, totally they, true. So they're not bombarded by consuming as a lot of us are. And you have the time. You're just, you're just, you're addicted and it's shifted into the wrong space. And when you shift it into being a producer, you'll then look at that time opportunity differently that you will have the time to, to talk to people individually. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember if this, if we were live when we, when I was saying this or if it was before where I was like, you know, what, I get notification. I last week I had four notifications for Facebook where it's like, you need to post something. And I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> I'm busy actually. Like I'm off social media because I'm doing things <laughs> and I have like the blinders on. Yeah. So yes, I love that idea when you're able to take away the distractions and allow yourself to actually focus and then produce things that actually, you know, if you produce one piece of content, even if that's just a post, you can use that post in multiple places. And that's not like a one and done. That's yes. true. So true. <laughs> we live by that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Content syndication. <laughs> we call it squeezing it dry. You take it and squeeze it dry. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Bring it out. <laughs> well, this has been so amazing. Thank you so much for spending a whole whopping half hour with us in the middle of everything that you guys are doing right now. Um, I would love to point people in the right direction of where to find you to get more goodness, because I know that there's, this is just like the little teeny tiny bit of the whole iceberg, like not even the part above the water. This is just like little. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say that, um, like with our dream 100 match point, even though it's open, it's, it's like not publicly. So, um, because again, it is about us having engaging conversations and, and bringing people in. So it's not a public facing offer. Uh, but they, we do have, it's like everybody, we do have incredible lead magnets and other opportunities on our main website, which is deepimpactmarketing.com. And of course, because we do all things marketing, just hit the page and I'll indoctrinate, you'll get my pixel. <laughs> and what will happen is we are very meta where, you know, even in our Facebook ads, like we show you exactly, we'll tell you what we're doing, how you've been pixeled and how you can do it as well. And we'll take you down a... A, a journey where you can see all the magical things you can do with online marketing. Um, and it's not, again, it's not a hard sell yeah. uh, whatsoever. And if you want to connect with us personally, I'm on Instagram. So real Melissa Pruitt, you can, um, you know, connect with me over there. Um, I'm sharing a lot of goodies over there on, in, in yes. the Instagram world. So people can connect with me over there at real Melissa Pruitt. So, yeah. 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 You're a great Instagrammer. You're like Instagram goals, hashtag goals. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I will put the link for Deep Impact Marketing in the comments, wherever the comments are. I think it's above me. I know I'm always like, where did they go? <laughs> and then that way you can pixel them. And I want to, I have, like I said, I haven't been on Facebook. So now I need to go, like I've been on your site. I need to go be found by you. I did one one post, um, one Facebook ad where I did like hide and seek, where it's like, let's go find each other. And it was like super fun. So I want to play hide and seek with you. That's great. That's great. <laughs> I love it. I, I won't. 
it's a very fun one that we have going right now, but I won't spoil it. It's, it's, okay. It's, I'll have to go on my feet. I'll have to dive in and actually see it for, for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you. And, the, and also, thank you for yes. taking the time and inviting us here. This is uh, so fun. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Yeah. I know that we're going to get a lot of replay views because people were letting me know, like, I'm going to be watching. I can't make a live. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people, like, catching this replay. So, I'm super excited to see what they found out about it. <laughs> thank you. All right. Have a great day, guys. You've been listening to the Smash Hit Sales Show with me, Katie Momo. Now, if you'd like more sales for yourself, head on over to grab my free 30-minute class where I show you three simple sales page swaps that will help you book up and sell out your offer. These are powerful and refreshingly unsalesy strategies that make bank while feeling good. So head on over to katiemomo.com forward slash copy class to get access right now.